everybody. This <laughs> is not politically correct. You are listening to us on 1280 AM, KYRO, 105.3 FM. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lincoln County's hometown network. Yeah. I am Andrew Dot. Yeah. See how fast we got screwed up? We got the mic switched on this. <laughs> we missed our bumper. <laughs> I know what it is. What is it? Whoever's programming the stuff up for us yeah. must have COVID. Oh, well, I mean, everybody has COVID. Or, or COVID affected it, you know. I mean, okay. That's kind of what everybody's telling us now. Yeah. Well, let's I get into this little gas station this morning. Oh, the yeah. woman's like, you got to have a mask. I'm like, why? It doesn't It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. If you actually read about it you know go to not politically correct facebook page real good interesting article there is some that. really good by stuff. osha guys on why you don't need a mask it's really really good stuff if you don't already follow us then please jump on not poli- or jump on facebook i guess first yeah. and then get on not politically correct radio you can find us like and follow the page we've got a lot of people who do we post news articles and things like that all day I'm Every out of jail. day, he's out of Facebook jail, so he'll be posting all kinds of. Well, you never know what Lee's going to post, <laughs> anyway. But you can also listen to our podcast, which you can listen to this show if you join us late. You can listen to it, or you want to hear some of our previous shows. But you can also listen to the uncut version that we do, which is a separate show from this show, and we delve a little deeper into topics particularly much, much deeper into topics on that one. So please hop on and uh, give us give us a like, give us a follow, and see, see what you like. If you have something you want to talk about, shoot us a message in the message section. We've got some videos on there that we got first person from people who were like, man, you guys need to see this, and we got those videos. And so please feel free to send us stuff like that. Yeah. All right, Lee. COVID. Oh. I know you want. No, it. no, no. We're gonna. No, we no, got. We're gonna touch on something oh. that only our podcast listeners will get. Oh yes. Uh, I got the relish done. Oh well, if you don't know, what we that didn't is. discuss that on. The no, we did We did that on the podcast. So if you don't know what the relish is, then you need to go listen to our podcast. Listen to last week's podcast. Listen to today's podcast, and you will find out all about the relish. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. But uh, not. Not even a. I'll bring little. you a jar next week. I would appreciate. I that meant to so bring much. it this week, mm. but man, that sounds wonderful. But my Mexican gal, yeah, uh, I gave it to her. She ate almost a half a jar with a fork. Oh my! Just sitting there eating it. So it's really good, isn't yeah. it? Mm. And, but we will tell the listeners it is a sweet pickle jalapeno vadella onion blend. Does that not sound awesome, man? Or actually, it's a it's. Cucumber turned into sweet pickle, but yeah. You mean sweet pickles don't just grow out of the ground? No, nah, unfortunately they don't. Man, I'm an idiot. All right, then. Yeah, you know, planting those things out of the jar just not working, is yeah, it? Yeah, I keep trying. They just get mushy and gross. Yeah, yeah now, now we know why. Okay, COVID. COVID! Folks, if you believe the numbers are coming up with that we're having a massive outbreak and everything, you're a fool and being played for one. CDC is in a, giving the wrong information to all these states. What you're seeing, this spike is, is all the antibodies testing coming in because these states aren't capable of testing 10,000 people a day. No. No, most certainly not. And when you're getting 10,000 positives, that's a group of uh, antibodies tests coming in. That's how they're getting these record high, daily highs. 
we're getting record highs of people coming down with COVID, but yet the hospitalizations are going down and the death rate's going down. So that tells you the numbers are false. What they're doing is they're counting, every time they get a positive antibody, they count that as a positive case. Now, these people may have already tested positive for uh, COVID a while back. Now they just know they have the antibodies. Oh, boy. So this is what's happened. We're get, they, they will not give us any straight numbers. No. If I had to guess, 35,000 people max, and that was almost all of them in nursing homes on the East Coast, uh, died from COVID. COVID apparently is not that dangerous to people who are 100-plus if they're not in a nursing home. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. You know, we have a 103-year-old veteran. Oh, I saw that one. That was cool. <laughs> you know, he was living at home when he got it. He yep. went to the hospital, got treated, came home with hydrocoxy. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff we're not supposed to talk about. Yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it all day. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it here's the thing does anybody think and i thought this in february march it's amazing as we're leading up to the election these numbers are flying according to them through the ceiling and now things are being canceled like the big event that was scheduled in florida for the trump campaign and all of these events are slowly just disappearing from the calendars the economy is starting to stall again Huh. How long? How long do you think it'll be before mandates start hitting again? Well, you know, they can take their mandates and, well, I got to remember, I'm uh, yep, not on the podcast. We're not on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, easy they, there, and Lee. And shove them. <laughs> yes. But because here, it, no, but here's what I know. Because you know what a mandate is? Nothing. That's a recommendation. Well. It's a suggestion. Yeah, but here's the thing that we know. We watched an entire country's economy collapse. Because of a suggestion. We watched governors seize radical power and create mandates over their cities, Speaking over of their states. Who seized power? Uh, I've noticed Mike Parsons sure have been crawfishing back. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? He must want to get reelected. You know, he, he, he's all of a sudden saying, we may have gone a little far, whatever. Oh, well, it's too late now, yeah. Mike. Yeah. You already trashed the, the state, so sorry. Uh, no. No. Sorry, man. Yeah, he's, and he's all over the news. All the time. Yeah, so it's, uh, that tells me he's running scared. Speaking of running scared. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure hearing a lot of commercials out of Blaine Luchtemeyer. Me too. I feel like he must be I, running. I, you know, as a rule, the incumbents don't spend much money in a No, primary. he hardly ever has any ads on the air. Yeah, until he's... Facing his opponent. I I wonder why that is. Huh. So Maybe it's because the guy we had on with us actually has a shot of knocking him out of office. Well, either that or he's scoring somewhere in some polls. I'd like to find out. We need so, we need to get hold of Brandon and see yeah, what the latest poll yeah, numbers are. Definitely. Uh we had a few weeks ago we had Brandon Wilkinson on and he is he's running for Blaine Luchtemeyer's seat. Yeah. District um, three. Yeah, District Three. He's a Republican to go to the US House. Go check him out. I mean, that's really what I have for you. We sat here. You can go listen to his interview. He actually was on both shows with yeah. us. And I feel like we uh, we took him down a lot of topics. 
I was, we even tried to take him down a rabbit hole or two. He we just did. didn't follow. No, he he was fine. Yeah. So definitely uh, go. Ch- you can just find him on Facebook, Brandon Wilkinson for U.S. Senate, I believe, or for U.S. House, yeah. I yeah. believe is his uh, Facebook handle. Find him on there and go see what you think. And if you can get a hold of him, he'll talk to you. It's He's not hard to get a hold of. You call the number on there and it's his cell phone. He'll talk to you. And uh, heard an interview with the Libertarian candidate for president. Oh, she's cool. You would love her. I do. Mainly because she said there, every gun law since 1900 needs to be repealed. Agreed. It does. They're all illegal. Because if you repeal every gun law since 1900, there are no gun laws. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that is that is the whole absolute thing. I, I love her idea. I love her take on it. I really wish someone... I wish she could pull off a win. <sighs> but unfortunately, we know that is not the case. She is excellent. She has great points. She goes down the path. Look, here's the thing. When when you go down the path She of, deals with drugs, too. She does. She deals with drugs. She deals with taxes. She deals with all of that stuff. And she deals with it in a way that is appropriate and truly represents the enclave of liberty that Americans were meant to possess, not the pseudo-liberty that Americans now possess. She's one of the first libertarian presidential candidates that actually came off like she was sane. Yes, most she did. Of them, most, of them, when you hear, most of them in the past, when you heard them, five minutes in, you're going, okay, this guy's a nut job. This guy's totally insane. Yeah. I No, no, no this yeah. one, she's she's got her stuff yeah. together. She's not insane. I think I heard about a 30-minute interview with her, and I'm going, wow. Wow. I mean, she held, me, she held my attention. I'm going, that's pretty good. Now, it's funny, as we're talking, you know, because, I mean, we've got some elections coming up here pretty quick. Who is the – there is a lady who is running in the primary for governor. Against Parson. Yeah. Uh, oh, what is her name? Is that Sandra? Is that Sandra McDowell? Yeah. No. 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 She's the Democrat. Oh, hold up. We got to figure this one out because you know this is a good one. I listened to some of her stuff. I just cannot remember her name to save my life. I've tried, but you know, it's it's whatever happens. I suppose. You know, there's a lot of interesting stuff, and you you may think it's just a small election, it's a primary, but there's a lot of seats that aren't even contested, so this is the election. By God, we got Nicole Galloway, Sandra McDowell, Jim Neely, Mike Parsons, Jim, (laughs) wow, guess what? Our governor's going to uh, candidate on the Republican side will be Mike Parsons because it's just split up too much. No, oh, I hate when that happens because he is not not a good governor. Well, you got Nicole Galloway. She's going to pull her ten percent. Sandra McDowell, you were correct. Okay, uh, and that's one we're thinking of. She's the one I really like. You know, I'd wait, like is it? No, wait, no, no, no. Nicole Galloway's the Democrat. Oh, okay, just a minute. Let me open this up. Yeah, open that up because... Man, there's a bunch of them. Because Nicole Galloway is currently the state auditor. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to find some real information. This is what you call live breaking news. It's not really news and it's not really breaking, but it is live. So there you go. You are listening to Not Politically Correct. This is 1280 AM KYRO 105.3 FM, Lincoln County's hometown news source, news, music, weather, 
I don't know. We do all kinds of stuff. It's, yeah, you it's just never know. You really never know even, what's going to happen. We even have cooking shows break out. One we time. do. I mean, it's just random stuff that happens on here. But it is definitely a good time, no matter what you are out doing. It is supposed to be unbelievably hot today. We do have a heat advisory for the entire St. Louis area. Temperatures are supposed to be in the 90s, making the heat index feel like it's 103 to 105. So we have a heat warning. Yes, we do. So be sure to try to stay hydrated. Today is not the day to cut your grass. I know you may think you want to, but trust me, you don't. Let it burn. I just forgot something. It just reminded me of it, and this just scares me. You don't even need that grass. It's fine. Shout out to some of our uh, our places out there. Remember, if you're out and you need something to eat, you can always go check out the Honey Badger Grill in Troy. McDowell. Maceo's. Sandra McDowell. And Jim Neely. Okay. We're running against Parsons. Okay. So that changes the odds a little bit. Yeah. So I like Jim Neely, but I like Sandra McDowell more. So my vote is going to have to go for Sandra McDowell because I think she has got she's got some really good ideas. And her ideas are good, and I think I think Missouri needs someone else. Are you ready for the nightmare? Yeah. Since Parsons filled a vacated seat. Oh, no. Yeah, we could actually end up having 11 and a half years of him. This is actually his first term coming up. You're right. It is. Yeah, I said, like I said, I said, oh, man, oh. I totally forgot that. He's oh. been in there so long. I yeah, yeah. No, Sandra is my pick. <laughs> uh, that's all there is to it. I'm voting for Sandra McDowell. I I think it's fine. Yeah, it, it, you know, if he would want to run again after this election, he would be eligible to run again for one more term because that'd be two elected terms and one term usurped. Up. Yep. Ugh. Good grief. Yeah, no. How's that for scary? Well, I'm going to be honest. I, after there was this whole, uh, now you know me, I'm all about some heavy handedness sometimes. But there was a guy who was recently executed in Missouri. He was charged with killing his wife in 1991. Projects, Project Innocence picked up his case. And he had been tried five times. Multiple hung juries, multiple mistrials, finally got a guilty. There is no way he killed his wife. Well, the thing we is. We dug through. But here's the catch. When you have a gr- pro- the group Project Innocence, yeah. they don't go after cases where there's any question that the guy's yeah. guilty. If, if there's any question at all, they, th- this has got to be – that's what I was about to say is Project Innocent wouldn't touch him unless they knew 100% sure. Right, that this isn't this isn't good. Which means they know there's some evidence out there somewhere that yes. hasn't been turned over or something. My, my problem with the whole thing is I'm not a big fan of issuing stays of execution. But if you believe the person is innocent, as the governor, you need to issue a stay. Governor Parsons refused to issue that stay. No. Nope. Sorry. You're done. Because here's the problem. I believe that the phrase is, it is better a thousand guilty men went free than one innocent man went to prison. We have a lot of people, and I am not... 
I'm not sitting here talking about social justice reform or any of that crap. But we do have a lot of people in prison who did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Except they couldn't afford a hotshot attorney. That's it. Yeah. That is their crime, is they didn't have the money to spend $100,000 on an attorney. Which, you know, is a problem, too. You it's know, a the, problem. The, the system was never meant no. to be that way. No, the system was never meant to destroy someone, win or lose. Yeah, you know, like Mike Flynn. They destroyed him. Yes, they did. They absolutely destroyed Mike Flynn. Look what happened to former Governor Greitens. They absolutely financially destroyed him after he left. Yeah. And there were no crimes committed. This well, yes, there were on the part of Kim Gardner. Oh, Kim Gardner again. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. She was in the middle of it, Soros-funded. Yeah. I always like to just be sure to point out, you know, she is definitely well, here's Soros-funded. All these protesters are getting... They have made, as long as they got their date of birth and their real name, they're getting these people bonded out for through Soros. They're paying their bonds. Why don't the local municipalities now go to the point they eliminate this uh, phone-in bond money and go to the point we're going to hold them until somebody shows up with cash and a proper ID to bail them out? Absolutely, because they can do that. You know, in a cash-only cash only bond, somebody physically has to walk in and present that with an ID telling who's presenting that money. Let, let's, let's make these George Soros people actually come out of the shadows and show that who they really are so people understand who's tearing our country apart. Well, and that's, that's the thing. It, you know, there, there's a reason why sometimes it is important to find out who bonds people up. And, you know, last night in St. Charles, you had protesters shutting down highways and causing just a generalized ruckus on a Friday night in St. Charles. But one of the things that they kept talking about, the protesters kept saying is, who was that? What's his full name and his date of birth? Well, the only reason you need a full name and date of birth is so you can bond that person out. And that's what the Soros Foundation, one of those bailing people out foundations they've created that's all you need, full name and date of birth. So that told, tells us right there that the Soros movement has certainly infected, well, let's just call it what it is. The whole BLM movement is a Marxist-infected movement funded by a bunch of old, creepy white dudes. I mean, let's really call this what it is. It's not like you know, the, the whole thing is a scam. It's, yeah. it's as much of a scam as COVID. Probably more so. Possibly more so, because people actually believe what the BLM movement is talking about and believe that it's actually trying to help people, when in reality, the money's going to a thousand rivers, and it's being moved. And if you look it up, a thousand rivers is an actual place, not just a term I'm using. It's a corporation. BLM is not a nonprofit. It's a corporation, an international corporation at that. So there's more to it than what you see. So why would you have a uh, social justice cause be a international corporation other than money laundering? I think money laundering <laughs> would probably be my pick yeah. or just fulfilling Soros's goal, which was to, as he said, destroy the United States. And realistically, between riots, burning, mob rule, and COVID, 
We're not far from it. You know why they can't get him and arrest him? And why is that? He has dual citizenship. Well, that'd make it re- Austria? I think it is. Make it real difficult. That's the reason we can't pinch him here. We can revoke his citizenship, you know, have a citizenship hearing, force yeah. him to appear, <laughs> and then revoke it, and then have him thrown out of the country. But let's be honest, a guy with the money of George Soros, it's kind doesn't of irrelevant. Yeah. It doesn't matter what country he operates in. He can pull off whatever he needs to, no matter where he's at, Yeah, I would think. I think we probably should take a break. What do you think, Lee? Ah, sure. All right, let's take a break. This is Not Politically Correct Radio, 1280 AM, KYRO, 105.3 FM. We will be back right after these. 105.3 AM, 1280, KYRO Sports, powered by the O'Fallon Hoots. Hoots Baseball and Car Shield Field in O'Fallon. It's the most fun you'll have all summer. Scheduling and ticket information online at O'FallonHoots.com. Mississippi Net Sports, good morning, I'm Tim Fisher. Finally, after a long last Major League Baseball opening day yesterday, the St. Louis Cardinals start off with a 5-4 victory over the Pittsburgh Pirates. Tyler O'Neill got the scoring started with a solo homer in the third. Dexter Fowler would add a solo shot in the fifth before Yadier Molina starting his 16th opening day for the Cardinals would drive in Paul Goldschmidt to extend the lead to 3-0 in the sixth. The Pirates would answer with two in the seventh before Paul DeYoung's two-run Homer in the eighth proved to be the difference. Jan- Let's keep it rolling, baby. Yeah, you know, during the break we were talking about polls. I don't mm. believe any of them anymore. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've seen, I've talked to too many people and everything, and I've said, so have you been getting any polls on the phone? He said, well, when I do, I'm telling them the wrong information. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm telling them, I'm telling them what they want to hear. I, I so their opening question always tells you whether they're a Republican or a Democrat. And if they're a uh, Democratic pollster, I'm telling them I'm voting for Biden and everything because I don't want to get lectured on the phone. Oh, that is no kidding right there. I haven't had a single political call this year. You know, I have not had any. Now, explain to me, how can they be polling so many people and they're coming up with these numbers? The same way they're testing so many people and coming up with all these numbers? Yeah, it's fake. Fake. Now, the polls are doing, you know, I always said you got to dig into the internals of a poll. Did you know they're oversampling Democrats by 22%? Wow, this is like 2016 all over again, isn't it? Well, they only oversampled by 11% then. Oh, wow. Wow. They're double, they've doubled the oversample by 22%. Man. They're saying 22%. There'll be more Democrats come out by 22%. Right now, the country, by the people saying what they are, we're evenly split, Democrat and Republican. Okay. What's the unknown is the group in the middle that's uh, roughly 22 to 30% independent. Yes. Notice I said 22%. Yes. So they're taking all independents and deeming their Republicans or Democrats and counting them as that. So they're not even sampling. They're automatically taking 22% and voting them wow. in. That's why you're seeing these disparaging numbers. They're trying to discourage the people from even going to vote. So, people, your vote really does matter. Oh, absolutely. On so many things. I know. You know, we we primarily focus on November, especially in a big election yep. year like this. But 
in the case of Missouri. Got a lot of stuff on the August primary. There besides, is a lot of stuff races. on the August primary, big time. And some of these races will actually be decided on the primary. Yeah. So you've got to get out there and and vote in these. You've got oh, you've got judges, you've got sheriffs, you've got a, potentially the governor of Missouri. You've got you've got the U.S. House. You've got all kinds of stuff, and you've got to get out there and vote. And don't let them scare you out of voting. Yeah, don't okay. be scared to Stop. go to the polls. Stop. You will be just fine. You don't have a whole bunch of crap to worry about. You know, and the reason we're saying not to be scared, this virus is smart. It's it's an intelligent virus. Just until just this week, you could go to Home Depot or Lowe's, and that virus wouldn't even be there. (laughs) You are absolutely right. But yet you couldn't go to church because it was going to be full of the virus. You couldn't. Go to a sporting event because it's going to be full of a virus. But, my gosh, you could go to Home Depot, Lowe's, Sam's, Walmart, and not need a mask because, by God, that virus wasn't going to be there. It's amazing to me how many many businesses are just like, oh, my gosh, we've got to do something about the COVID. Let's make a mask mandate. Dude, it doesn't do anything. For multiple reasons. One, it's not the right kind of mask. Two, the microns are too small of the virus. They will pass right through the mask. What is that virus? Five microns? I thought it was three. No, the mask I thought was three. Mm. I thought the virus was smaller than the mask. Because the N95 mask stops at three. Yeah, the the N95 will catch it. The N100 will catch it. The little thing that you buy at the gas station or the cloth mask you made doesn't do jack crap. That's just what it is. Yeah. See, those are three microns. Now, when we dig a little further, have you seen some of these reports that have come out from the CDC? Yeah. Do your number thing. Just talk about the numbers that have come out from the CDC. How many tests are wrong and how many people, you know, they were talking about, what was it, between sixty and 70,000 people may have actually died from influenza A, B, or pneumonia. There was 56,000 that died from influenza and pneumonia there that, were, that were counted in the original count, which was at 70,000. Well, that drops you down 20, doesn't it? Well, 16 to be exact. Oh, right. 14,000. That's why you know. So so if we would triple it to get to the total death count they have right now, even though it includes people that shot 10 times with a bullet covered in COVID. Wrecked in a motorcycle. Yeah. Covered in COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those COVID bullets, man. They're the most deadly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) 10 years from now, there'll be some great comedy acts come out of COVID. Oh, there are. Absolutely. Because I got so many things I'd like to say now, but I don't want to offend too many people because they're scared. Exactly. The thing is, even if you would triple it, it take the 16, it only brings you up to 48,000 that have died. You're Hmm. still at less than Than one-tenth of one percent of the nation. Yeah, it's it's still a small percent. You know, in the 2018 into 19 year, I worked at one of the schools. I was the nurse at a local school. And it was one of the heaviest years for the influenzas. I sent a massive amount of kids home for, you know, being sick. 
But those numbers that came out of that 2018 to 19 year, I believe, were 80,000 people died from influenza A, B, or pneumonia. Yeah. When we look at that number of 80,000 and then we look at the real number of COVID, which leaves somewhere around sixteen to 20,000, you know what we realize? This is a scamdemic. Yeah, you know, there are so many things that have been counted as COVID. If you so much as – well, let, let's back up. They've found 10,000 cases where the sample or the test kit was already tainted. Oh, it, yeah. It automatically tested positive. So that's just what we know of. So how many more cases are there? I think they're intentionally sending out the test cases. A family of five from Lincoln County. Go for it. Had set up to go be tested. Oh. Something came up. They missed their test date. The sign, you know, it was one of these by yeah. appointment thing. Week later, they get a letter. All five people were positive. They didn't get tested. I have also heard that story, and I believe you know the people, so I know it's true. So this is this is what we're talking about. You, you, the other side that we've seen, and I won't divulge her name for the, they the, don't need to. the other side that we've seen of this of this whole COVID mess is the amount of government overreach which has now taken effect. Everything from Despot County offices to state offices have acted ridiculously during this. I will give credit where it's due. President Trump did not do anything that violates the Constitution. He didn't overuse the power of his office. He left it up to the governors, which I think was a great choice. That way you could find out how bad your state's governor really was. Yeah. Whatever state you were in, if you were in New York or Pennsylvania or California, New then Jersey. New Jersey, then you got to find out how bad it was. Which I think was the best thing to do. Yeah. Because that's I mean, that's the best way to play it because then if it is a scamdemic, not your problem. Your governor who acted like a total fruitcake, definitely their problem. Well, here's gonna be their argument. And I and see they're setting it up. That's why they're coming out and starting to divulge. Yeah, we overcounted here. We over. They're going to give these governors an out by being able to say, "Well, I only was working with the numbers I had in front of me." Now, back in February, I was telling people this was going to be a nothing. Yes, yes you did. We have been so accurate on this. We were more accurate than when we called Trump at, at six thirty on election night <laughs> in Florida. Uh. Dude. You know, three hours before the networks, we called that one. And first were, time we met. And you were dead on. You realize that? What? That was the first night we met. Was it? Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess it was. Wow. Yeah, you just turned and looked at me and said, he's calling it now? You're sitting out there watching the big screen going, but, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went first, followed by our sister, Sace and the Viper. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that because those guys were over there that night. Yeah, and they they heard they heard me yell that, and they went, "What? What? <laughs> such a such because they time. were doing the same thing everybody else was doing is watching the nationals." Oh, yeah. So Lee, let's let's dive down a, an interesting path because you know we have a lot of business owners that listen to us. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they want to know what the world's like without taxes and over-government regulation and defunding of things like Wonderful. ABC agencies. <laughs> anyway, um, so some of these some of these businesses 
restaurants and other businesses are kind of getting kind of getting pushed a little bit if not victimized by different counties and their health departments breaking news what do you got pete green from uh fleetwood mac yeah has passed away oh how old was he 73 wow pete green from fleetwood mac hmm see that's yeah. why you guys one listen the, one to of us. the founders yeah yeah, my phone blows up for all the weird stuff oh, because yeah. of my relationship with all these radio stations. Well, if you listen to this show, then you will actually hear breaking stuff as it happens. We haven't had any really insane breaking stories in a few years, but you never know what can happen. Yeah. Oh, um, no, we did. We had uh, Lynn County Health Department try to lock the county down. Oh, we did have that as a breaking story. I forgot. So it's funny, you know, as you're as you segue into that, what actions do these businesses have that are being essentially harassed by county health departments? <sighs> Where can you go with this? Well, all they can do is stand up to them and say no. Okay. Let them try to shut them down. Yeah. They have to go to the court, get a temporary stay, and challenge them in court and win. But here's the – and this is a big but – the county health department's going to show their butt and be a pain in your butt for forever. The, forever. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like I said, it was a big butt. That was a lot of butt. Yep. Wow. All right. But so you totally agree with that. So yes. You see where I'm going. So the thing is, you've got to fight for your right to party is what we're trying to say. Yep. If, if you want to defeat agencies that are har- harassing you, you're going to have to fight them. That's just what it is. But the thing is, once you do win... And they try it every time they come back, and they yep. you go after them for harassment and sue every single time. After about three times, you drag them in there and win that lawsuit. They'll 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 knock back, it off. Yeah. They'll knock it off with the quickness. But they're going to come after you for a while. Oh, no doubts. Not even a little bit. Hey, if you're listening to us right now and you love barbecue, we're just going to give a short one here. Run out and go check out smokingbuttsbbq.com. That is one of our primary backers here that allow us to keep uh, rocking out on the radio waves. SmokingButtsBBQ.com, your choice for great sauces, rubs, grilling supplies, always gluten-free, always no MSG, and always not made with high-fructose corn syrup. Check hey, them out now, SmokingButts. And, and if you're in Troy, swing by Buzzies and pick some up. Well, that's right. I forgot. Buzzies does have it. Yeah. yeah. Go to Buzzies in Troy. Go get yourself some uh, afternoon beverages and pick up some barbecue sauce for while you're grilling. Yeah, because it's going to be hot. Oh, it's going to be. Gonna, you're going to need a cold, frosty one. It's going to be wicked today. No doubt about it. All right, let's jump to a break. Then we will come back for our final segment. This is Not Politically Correct Radio on 1280 AM, KYRO, 105.3 FM. I'm Dodd, he's Lee. We will be right back. Hi, this is Tom for the Bob and Tom Show. Back, we are still talking about what is going on in the wonderful world of things. Wonderful world of COVID. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> um, oh, man, what what a mess. Man, can we make can we make the wonderful, you know, it's a wonderful life of COVID, kind of like it's a wonderful life? We probably could. You know, mm. adapt it to, you know, COVID is Mr. Potts, you know. And, and if Potter, co- I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you might be able to. <laughs> oh, boy. Christmas movies, dude. Really? Yeah. Hey, you know, when it's 103 outside, you got to think cold. Well, that's definitely (laughs) pretty cold because you know in about four months it's going to be so cold we won't be – it'll – yeah. Anyway, 
So as far as Lincoln and St. Charles County, there hasn't really been any real big stories that uh, we can really dig into too much. Yeah. Uh, if you watch the unrestricted or whatever it's called Lincoln County page, you can see who's being targeted this week. Yeah. Um, I think really the biggest case that's bouncing around this region right now is actually the Kim Gardner St. Louis case. Oh. I mean, that is such a nightmare. You know, you know I, I've once again, now that's not just a local story anymore. You no, know, no, to us that was a regional story, but yeah. you know, it's a national story. But it's now. gone national now because she her her sheer arrogance for the law. I don't believe she actually understands the law either. Or I, I like to think she doesn't understand it, but then at the same time, no, I kind of go. I just don't think she cares. I think she has blatant and utter disregard for the law. Well, that's what I said. It's sheer <laughs> arrogance. And it is, it, it's unbelievable. She has charged the couple in St. Louis who made it clear they weren't going to let their beautiful historic home be burnt to the ground by rioters who broke through a gate and entered a private street. Even though they say they entered peacefully yeah, okay. and opened it. That still doesn't explain how the gate Whatever. got destroyed. Yeah, don't care. Yeah. It was still private property. It's kind of yeah. irrelevant if the gate was open. You know, they said they were going to the mayor's house. Also on private property. D- yeah, but did you hear the whole thing? They had to go through this gated community. They had to go three blocks up, two blocks down, through another gate, down two more blocks, through another gate to get to the mayor's house. Uh, so tell me this wasn't an intentional hit. Oh, boy. Yeah, the mayor didn't even live in that neighborhood. So, yeah, that's that's kind of a mess. One of the things which broke as a, a story this week is that the Walther pistol, which is seen in the video, being held by, is her name Nancy? I don't know. Yeah, I think Any, so. Anyway, um, Kim Gardner ordered the St. Louis Crime Lab to make it functional. Because to repair it so it would work because that pistol was not functional. The problem with that is if you look in MSR 057 where it actually breaks down, I believe it's 57. It, if it's not, you'll find it somewhere right in that section where it actually breaks down and talks about what the grounds are that are needed. And what you find is, you know, if you rob a bank with a water pistol, you'll still be charged with a deadly weapon because you, it's assumed that it is. But one of the the things that has to do with brandishing, etc., is it has to be functional. Well, I'm pretty positive that if it was unfunctional and then it became functional, that would change the charge, which means tampering with evidence. Which comes back to the gardener and the police. Of course it does. And then if we if we go just a little bit deeper and we dig into it, we 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 see that their their weapons were seized several days later, and we're not really sure why because there was no reason to seize anything. They w- should have been seized at the moment if they thought there was a crime. if there was a crime committed, they would have absolutely seized them at the moment. No one believed a crime was committed, so no one seized them. They didn't seize them until they were told by Kim Commando to go deal with it. Okay. Now, hold up. Kim Garner keeps saying something about, well, we wanted to seize them so we could be sure they were legally purchased. This is Missouri. Don't have to have that. If it's in your possession, it's legally purchased, other than it's stolen. 
which the likelihood of that's pretty slim. Especially with an attorney. Yeah. So we go we go to that that little bit there and we go, huh. Interesting. So I'm looking for all right. We have a Second Amendment violation. Yes. Fourth Amendment. We have a Fourth Amendment search and seizure violation. And now we have a Fifth Amendment violation for changing the evidence and your right to a fair and speedy trial? Yep. Because the trial can no longer be fair because the evidence has been altered. We've been tainted. Absolutely tainted. So that evidence, that pistol is no longer even part of the case, right. which now takes the wife totally out Ready? of the picture. Ready? I'm going to use the term. Because, as the Supreme Court ruled, the concept of fruit of the poisonous tree would attach because you did something to that evidence, and now that evidence is inadmissible, and so is any photograph, image, or witness statement relating to that woman holding her pistol. Okay, that's fine. That doesn't, that doesn't clear the other guy. Yeah. But you could also watch the video, and you could tell she was not proficient with a firearm. You know, I'm going to be honest. I have listened to everybody talk about that. I don't actually care. I don't care in the slightest. Well, but the thing is... That means she knew that gun wasn't capable of firing when she had it. Uh, By the way, she was handling the gun. You could tell that you, gun wasn't. You could go with that. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I could. That, that's the point I'm making. I could I could follow that. Because one. she wasn't handling that gun like she knew it was capable of killing somebody. Well, I know the way she was limperist, and if she would have fired it, that would have been a mess. Yeah. Huh. But, but, yeah, but it's a PPK, you know. Yeah, it won't recoil that bad. Yeah, that's true. It'd just be the second guy. She might shoot the foot off of one guy and the head off the next one. Well, that's, that's not necessarily wrong. <laughs> so be sure to keep watching this case. I feel that this case is probably going to turn into U.S. versus Gardner, and you're going to get to hear it. I feel like the case will be heard at the Supreme Court as, what would that be? That would be Gardner versus McCloskey? U.S. Only if they lose would it get Correct, that part. Right. Be, but even if they win, I still look for the state to come after her oh, or the yeah. feds to come after her for wrongful prosecution and violation, constitutional violations. Malicious prosecution. Yeah. I like that term. Because I think you could argue malicious prosecution better than anything else. No doubt about it. Well, even. she can play dumb and be wrongful. Well... That's why. That's why I'm. I'm not overcharging here. Yeah, I'm going for the. I'm. I'm kind of like you know, some yeah. of these prosecutors. <laughs> I want to make sure I get it. Well, you know, and it's funny Lee brings that up because we've we have talked about that a little bit in some of our shows. This thing where these prosecutors intentionally, unbelievably overcharge. Yeah, Trey Gowdy is a classic example. Yeah, never lost a case and always charged the max he knew he could convict. Right. He said, if I don't have evidence go for the max, then I don't have a case. Right. The problem, I mean, locally, this is a local show. Let's yeah. let's just say what it is. Take a look at the, excuse me, the Faria case in Lincoln County. Yeah. There was absolutely not enough evidence for that to have even gone to trial. Not even remotely. Not against him. There no, was no. enough evidence. But oh, there was enough evidence, but, but not against, against him. him. No question about it. But the actions of a malicious prosecutor who was just trying to keep a number up still went after him for no real apparent reason. And a judge went along with it. Convicted him, found himself in prison, then found himself out of prison. And turns out the whole time the state 
the prosecutor's star witness may be the killer. Wow. Yeah. This is why. Possibly three. Remember, these people are elected. You need to actually understand a little bit of the character of these people who are elected. You need to, you know, really evaluate. If you have somebody running for your state, your county's prosecutor, your city's prosecutor, whatever, and they just keep going, I have a great record of convictions, blah, 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 I don't want you. Because that tells me that you probably overcharge. And what you do is you overcharge people who don't have the financial means to fight you, and then they downplay to a lesser charge, either probation or prison. That doesn't tell me you're a good prosecutor. Tells me you're a shark. Yeah, you're you're a car, used car dealer. Yeah, you're just <laughs> preying on people who can't afford to fight you. That's that's the truth of it. I think Kim Gardner bit off way more than she can chew with this group because they can afford to fight her to hell and back. You know, the biggest mistake she made. She attacked loyal Democrats. I know, right? I mean, she's coming after loyal Democrats. These aren't Republicans that she's coming after. Well, you and, know, we, you know, to show that we're not impartial, you know, that we're impartial, we're defending them, too. Yeah. You Democrats know. or not, you're still protected under the constitutional right. rights afforded to you. And I'm saying, yeah, Democrats, great. You're protected under 2, 4, and 5. None of this should have happened. Here's the argument I will make. I you bet they're Republicans now. You want to know why they're being prosecuted? Because they're white. And they have money. Well, sound, hey, that sounds like uh violate. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Sounds like, yeah, racial. Oh, yes. everything else here. Oh, yes. I, I, I truly believe based on now, and here's what I would base it on if I was going to argue this in court. We have known Black Lives Matter rioters and Antifa rioters who we have video of them committing crimes, and they have been let go or charged with a nothing charge. I don't think a single person was charged on that. You know, I don't. I actually think you're right. So you've because got this. for them to be charged, the police would have had to have responded. Valid. And the police were told to stand down. So here's what you have. You have a bunch of people committing crime and not being charged. Quite a bit of them have been African-American and not charged. And you have a white couple who's slightly well-to-do and decides to defend their property, and they are charged. I would certainly take this as a civil rights case. Yeah, reverse racism. It, 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 that's what it— how, how, so that's a term you hear, but how do you have reverse race? Racism is racism. It doesn't matter who's involved yeah, or what colors they, but, the people are. But if you're are. white, they want to call it reverse racism. Yeah, no, 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 because that implies that all racism is directed towards one group, and that is certainly not the case. No. This is a clear case. Well, here's what I want to know. Why is the ACLU not involved? Because this is a civil rights case. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's valid, right? ACL is a bunch of socialists. Well, in the first I agree. Place, so they're not going to defend this. One. Of course, they're not. It's the same reason that the ACLU won't defend churches when they get themselves into some kind of spat because they're like, ah, oh, no. But boy, they will show up and defend anybody who wants to go after any of those groups. Yeah, interesting to me. Well, I think the ACL is probably mainly funded by Soros nowadays. 
I believe it probably, probably is. Hey, let's hit a station ID, then we'll have about two minutes, and we'll come back to you guys. This is Not Politically Correct. We will be right back. We're back. Hey, look at that. We're back just like that. We thought we were gone. But, But, hey, you're listening to KYRO, 1280 AM. Ding. There you go. Hey, there was our uh, our station ID and break. (laughs) So it looks like we've got about two minutes here that we're going to hang out and do a little bit more chatting. And then it'll be on to NASCAR. You guys can listen to some NASCAR today. Oh, it's a doubleheader. It is a doubleheader. Got trucks first. Oh, now Two, those are fun. 200 miles uh, uh, two hundred miles of trucks, then they get the 400, I think. You know what? I'll tell you, the the coolest races, I, I lived out in Charlotte. Uh, I actually lived in Concord, North Carolina for a little bit, right there by Lowe's Motor Speedway. And, you know, every weekend they have something there, not NASCAR. School bus races. You want to go to the coolest darn thing you've ever seen? Now, I did see the Winnebago race, or the motorhome race. Oh, race. Yeah. They Man. don't corner too good. <laughs> no, they don't. They flip over. They lay down. It is so much fun to watch. Definitely. What game. about what about the boat races when they're towing the boats? Boat too? races the, the, are pretty cool. Yeah. All of that. Remember, follow us on Facebook, Not Politically Correct Radio. Like that page. Listen to our podcast. You can listen to that wherever you listen to the podcast. Yeah, hurry up and check it out while I'm still posting. Yeah, while he could still post. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple, Google, all of those things. Listen to this version and the uncensored version. Remember to go out and buy things from your local restaurants. Remember to avoid the big chain places because they obviously don't really care about you. So stop shop local. Well, you know, you don't hear COVID at those big chain places. Hey, folks, it's going to be hot. Stay cool. Stay inside. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. In your car, at home, or at the office, take Take us us along 24-7. I love it. KYRO FM 105.3 AM 1280. KYRO Troy.